you broke that bond now when it come to you my friend is weak you let your selfish ways come in between our chemistry why you play with my heart and i show love consistently i put my life on the line you will take that risk with me fucked up my trust so shocker delete all our memories he popped me skills i hope to take away my misery i got a dead soul i've been faced with blocks my enemies emotions bottled up i don't know what's wrong it's killing me i cut so many off my heart cold this december beat my mind keep racing i've been overthinking i don't get no sleep you don't understand how hard it was i swear this shit so deep i made it to the top and they all looked up in disbelief they hate that i'm doing better they much tried to get rid of me i flex with no regrets cause they ain't show me no sympathy i came a long way but i ain't as far as i'm finna be i promise i'm a die legend i'ma make sure that you remember me i used to daydream i pictured everything so vividly i had a feeling we'd be rich since the elementary my people's gone got it when the sad thing they ain't get to see only a maxine i miss your love wish you was here with me you was a part of me and since you left i'm incomplete my lifestyle used to be jump shots and sticking deep life overwhelmed me i said fuck school and hit the streets i devoted my life to that corner just so i can get a jeep fuck a two-fold nigga i ain't been home this been a week we used to break down eight balls wishing we can get a key we're trying to duck that indictment affairs get a sweep i hope you gripping on your gun when them drillers creep let nigga grab his first blizz he went on the killing spree caught him at that red light snooze and he thought this shit was sweet if he come from now the side we make him rest in peace i'm way too solid for the gimmicks smuggling in the street oh hey hey what's going on guys girls gentlemen ladies doggies yeah we got lay over here she's hanging out in the studio uh studio is our house <laughs> she's hanging out at the house really so What's happening out there, folks? What's going on in podcast land? This is my little, uh, one of my weed um, disposable pens here. It's almost gone. I think this was uh, some kind of blueberry something. I don't know. Let's take a, let's take a taste. Yeah, it's definitely blueberry something. It's some kind of sativa. I can't remember exactly what it was, but... Let's uh, let's see if we can zoom this guy in a little bit. So what's happening over there? <clears throat> Haven't talked to you people in um, I don't know a little over a week, a week and a few days, a couple of days. I think the last time I talked to you, I was up at uh, Twenty Mile Beach, which was right outside of I guess it was inside, but I mean it, it seemed like a little bit north of Hawthorne, Nevada. Spent, uh, just spent a night out there. I was going to do a couple days out there, but I don't know. I just had some problems going on, man. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I wanted to stay out there. I kind of wanted to get to Vegas and uh, just kind of get secure and do some things. The beach was okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was kind of creepy. I mean, there was supposed to be some explosive, unexploded ordinances out there. I don't know if those are from uh, from testing, you know, there at the at, at the the Vegas range, the Nellis range, uh, you know, the area 51. The whole testing site is is quite a few square kilometers, square miles, and uh, yeah, you know, there was a couple of signs out there to just send. <laughs> and I, I was supposed to post this last episode, and I did not. That there was a couple signs out there that said, uh, you know stay away from the south side of this uh this lake because there may be some very dangerous unexploded ordinances or uxos as they would call them 
um, you know, that it's not going to be too fun if you if you step on one or if you encounter one. It's going to blow you away or blow a few limbs away and your life is going to suck or it's going to end, one of the two. So I wasn't too fond of that. You know, I went out, I took the kayak out for a minute and even the lake was was dead. I mean, I've driven by it twice now. I've gone north up to Reno and I've come back south to Vegas. I've driven by it twice. <clears throat> and, um, Is this the right camera? Yeah. And both times I've driven by, I haven't seen one boat in the water. Not one kayak, not one boat, one yacht, um, a swimmer, nothing. Nothing has been going on in the water. Uh, both times I've driven by, there's maybe been at the, I don't know, I think there's four different beaches. Uh, let's see. One, two. I want to say four different beaches that I saw that you could pull out, you know, part of a, Part of a public land thing where you could pull out, you could park uh, for 14 days and just relax, have a good time, beachfront. And I think both times I've driven by, um, the beach that I was on, I stayed there. There was two other guys on, on the far side of 20 Mile Beach. And I say guys, it, you know, people. There's two other people. And when I came back the next morning, I looked over the hill. Uh, they were not there anymore. So I don't know if they stayed overnight or if they were just there for the day. Um, so potentially there was three of us that were parked at 20 Mile Beach. The next beach uh, south, I don't know the names of these beaches except for the one I stayed at. The next beach down, I think I remember seeing when I, when I did some reconnaissance or whatever research, looked around. Uh, to assess my situation and my surroundings and stuff. I think there was two people at that beach. And then I have no idea where, what were at the next two beaches because uh, you know I couldn't see them from where I was without getting out and driving down to those beaches. So, so I want to say there was maybe five of us. And I mean, these are four pristine <laughs> beachfront on the lake, perfect mountain views, wildlife, whatever here off of a uh, highway 95 is it 93 no it's 95 but um fantastic views fantastic fantastic beachfront uh very nice uh plots of land uh pretty level for the most part fire pits already built out all you gotta do is find some wood or carry some wood with you i luckily have a uh, a propane heater or not heater i have propane heater as well in in the trailer here but i have a a propane fire pit that that I light up so I don't need to worry about firewood or anything like that unless I really just wanted to have the experience of you know a nice smoked uh, wood fire or what have you but I'm fine with with my propane to be honest and I'm always on the on the show right right and that right guys so anyway I only spent a night there because I went out to the beach into the water in, in the kayak and I, I looked up online, I Googled it, just to kind of see what was going on with the water and stuff. But essentially the salinity, the, the level of the water has dropped so much that the, the, um, the chemistry of the water has changed. Um, what's the other word I'm looking for? There's not enough water to saline or, or to salt ratio to keep the balance, the pH balance correct for the wildlife in the water, the fish and uh, other aquatic uh, beings that may be there in the water. So uh, what's the, it's the ratio, the ratio from water to, to sodium. 
has uh, become more sodium than water and it's killed off a lot of the wildlife there and that's why you don't see anybody out there in boats and stuff because there's no fish in the water there's nothing to to gain you know except for having a good time on the water uh, some people say it's actually uh, not safe even to drink or what have you uh, you know of course Leah went out there and drank a few times out of the water as we walked along the beach yeah I'm talking about you Leah I'm sorry I didn't mean to wake you up she's down here on the bed by the way just uh, relaxing she's glad that I, I just came home so I left 20 mile beach I was gonna go uh, well I went from 20 mile beach to back to Tonopah Nevada I stayed the night there again at the bank hotel and casino the bank casino not the hotel uh, stayed the night there always super noisy I mean it's right off the main highway you get a lot of traffic going back and forth a lot of truckers come through there a lot of truckers come in and park in that same uh, parking area. It's a free overnight parking lot there at the bank casino. And uh, all three times I've stayed there, super noisy. Uh, a lot of tractor trailers coming in all times of the night, uh, detaching their trailer, reattaching it, uh, banging things out, fucking fixing shit. I don't know what they're doing out there, but loud as a motherfucker, really. So I stayed there for one night. Stayed in town. I went back. Um, I did a show there on the beach. I went to Tonopah basically to use their Wi-Fi there at the Tonopah station and uh, get the video uploaded and edited and all that kind of bullshit. Had me a nice uh, omelet and uh, a beer or two, Sierra Nevada, uh, pale ale. Left Tonopah and... Uh, my plan was to go to the Big Dunes, what they call the Big Dunes, in between Tonopah and Vegas, about halfway in between. There's a thing called the Big Dunes. I think I left on a Saturday when I got up to the Big Dune area, because it is a, a public land, a BLM land. I could park out there for 14 days if I wanted to, and I wanted to go out there. Alec had challenged me to, to go out into these sand dunes. Uh, you know, kind of think of the Sierra Desert, you know, those type of, of sand dunes. I mean, just really... What you would consider the desert and sand and what he wanted me to do was put on my skis or use my boogie board and do some uh some skiing some sand skiing some dune skiing or a uh, boogie board you know to slide down on, on a bodyboard type thing so when i was coming down 95 and i looked over to the right i had it plugged into my gps and i looked over to the right and all i saw was just it looked like a big dust storm, like if I was back in Iraq in 2006 in uh, Balad, uh, where I was stationed there for about a half a year. It looked like a, a dust storm that had come through. And I said, man, I'm not driving. First off, you got to drive two miles, you know, off road down to the dunes, maybe a little, a little bit more than that even. And when I saw the dust and stuff down there, I said, man, there's nothing but fucking dune buggies down there and four wheelers and, uh, motocross, uh, motorbikes, you know, those type things, just kicking up dust. Um, even on the, on the side of the road, on the left side of the road, on the highway there, I saw signs that said event parking, event in progress, whatever. So I think there was some kind of actual off-road thing going on at the dunes. And I said, no, nah, fuck that bullshit. I'm not going down there. First off, I'm not driving off-road to go into a place that's nothing but noise and dust and uh, stuff going on that you know, it's just not, it d doesn't interest me. And there goes my speaker. That's fine. I had no other uses for it. 
So anyway, needless to say, I did not go to the dunes. I was going to do that. I will catch that the next time I'm over to the west, which is not going to be in probably till October, November of next of this year coming up. Um, I'll tell you why here in a second. I'm getting ready to, to, to beat feet back to the east coast. but So I did not stop at the dunes. I went ahead and came straight into Vegas, and I stopped uh, back here at the Nellis Air Force Base at uh, the Desert... Desert Eagle RV Park, I think is what it's called. So I stopped here. Uh, we've been here before. We're in spot 200. We were in spot uh, 114 last time. Stopped here to get some fresh water, to do some uh, to do some laundry, to clean the, the vehicle. Actually, I cleaned up the RV. I went through the uh, the car wash over on the other side of the base, and it's got a it's got one of the bays that's a super tall bay for RVs and stuff like that. So. Went through there, cleaned up the RV on the outside. First time since early October of last year that I have actually given the RV a bath, the, the travel trailer, I guess you should call it. So, uh, pulled in here and I said, you know what? I, I need some place to stable. I need some place to secure that people can get to that, you know, I got power, I got Wi-Fi, I got lights, all this kind of stuff. And I wanted to get in touch with another, another mobile RV repair person to try and come out and fix my RV because it's still not fixed. Uh, the fridge is still not working. Uh, it's been, what, I don't know, a month, over a month, month and a half since uh, since after after November, um, Thanksgiving, really. Shortly thereafter when I left uh, Brian and Megan's house. So I need to get the fridge fixed, and then my water pump has been kind of sporadic. I mean, it's been pumping the water, but it's, uh, it's surging a lot. It's not... It's never quiet. It's almost like it's always got a, a feed of water going to it, the, that the valves are not closing properly like they're supposed to, and it just kind of surges every uh, 30 to 45 to, to 60 seconds or whatever. So it's annoying. It's not shutting off for some reason. So I had a guy come out, um, Elite Mobile RV Services or some bullshit like that here in Vegas, um, got in touch with those guys. They had some very good ratings. Uh, met the guy at the gate. He came out, took a look. He says, yeah, I definitely need a new water pump. And I also need uh, a cooling unit on the fridge is what he thinks. So he ordered both of those. And they are not going to be in until this uh, coming Wednesday. So what is today? I don't even know what today is. Today is the 17th. What is today? Today is Sunday, 1819. So the 20th. Uh, hopefully these uh, parts and supplies should be in. And we're going to get those installed and get on the road once more. And uh, for the first time in over a month, I'll have a refrigerator that actually can refrigerate stuff and freeze stuff if I want to. So right now I've been living just uh, at, uh, at restaurants, takeout. Um, I got a cupboard up here filled with um, canned goods, uh, canned meats, uh, tuna packets, those type things. So I've really just been living off of, uh, of restaurants and what little non-perishable food I can fit into the cabinet up there. I've gone back pretty much uh, keto slash carnivore, trying to lose uh, a good 20 pounds, maybe even more than that. Because what happened, guys? Well, god damn, I, I got 16 minutes in here just to, to get to the story. But if you remember, um, two, three, four, the last you know, whatever episodes, 
excuse me, I've mentioned that uh, I had applied for the Warrior Expeditions, excuse me, Warrior Expeditions Warrior Paddle, and I even did an episode called The Interview, where you saw me do the online interview to try and apply for this thing, so, well, I got an email that I have been accepted. I am one of four paddlers that will be paddling the, uh, the mighty Mississippi. I don't know how many people there are in general. Um, you know, a couple of the videos that I watched said there was about 400 or so applicants. About 10% of those got selected, so that's about 40 people. So four of us are doing the river. I would assume there's another handful of people that are doing the uh, Pacific Coast Trail, another handful that are doing the Appalachian Trail. And then there's a bunch of little through hikes in between. And then there's a couple of biking escapades ex ex as well. So you got one, uh, two, three, four, five, you know, you got 10 different things. And, you know, maybe you got four or five people per event, I guess you could, or expedition, I guess you call it, not event. So there are four of us that got selected to do, do this paddle. So I'm very, um, humbled and proud and excited to be one of the ones selected. I hope to do the veteran community and the Air Force uh, retirement community proud with the paddle. Uh, the paddle, let's see, let's pull it up real quick. Let's see, the expedition. So anyway, to start off with, we'll go, we'll go here. So this is the, uh, the Warrior Expeditions uh, page, warriorexpeditions.org is where you can go. Uh, Sean Gobin is the guy that's been um, conversing with me. He's the, the one that sent me the email and said congratulations. So this is... Uh, oh, Why is this thing not doing? Yeah, so this is Sean. So I guess he was uh, Army, I guess. God damn it. Oh, this thing is pissing me off. I just want to slide this over. There we go. So this is him now. I'll zoom back out. So the expedition we're going to do is the Warrior Paddle, Mississippi River. Well, before we do that, let's see what the other expeditions are. So the Warrior Hike, you have the Appalachian Trail. You have the Arizona Trail, the Buckeye Trail, Continental Divide Trail, Florida, Ice Age, Mountain to Sea, and the Pacific Coast Trail. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different hikes. Then the bike. I'm sorry, there's only one. The Great American Rail Trail. And then the Warrior Paddle, the Mississippi River. So let's look at that again. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You got ten different expeditions. We have four people doing the paddle. So there you go. That's about, you got about four people per event, I guess. So for me to get selected for this thing, for this Mississippi River thing, oh my God, I am so freaking excited, right? Let's see if we can do this real quick. Let's do this. This is the big picture. This is the small picture. Yeah, we'll do that. So, oh my God. So I'm so thrilled to be selected for this because look at the odds. I mean, I don't know how many applicants there were this year, and uh, you know what the resumes look like and what their experience was or whatever, but I got selected for this thing. And it's really my first year applying for it. I, I tried to apply for it last year. 
I couldn't get a couple of the, the, the documents that I needed in time for the deadlines. I did not make the deadlines for entering last year, but this year I got it all done. Actually, I missed the, the video interview. <laughs> uh, it was, I got an email saying it was supposed to be done by the 24th of December. The 24th of December, of course, was Christmas Eve. I went out uh, and did some gambling and, and some frolicking and stuff to celebrate Christmas Eve and told myself I would be back in time to, to do the interview later that night. Well, the night, uh, you know, ensued and I did not make it back until the 25th, you know, early that morning, one, two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning. I don't remember what the fuck time it was, but it's irrelevant. I <clears throat> thought that I had missed a deadline. A couple of days later, so now we're talking like the 27th, 28th or some bullshit like that. I said, you know what? Let me just go in. Let me go in and, and click this link. And let me go into this interview thing and see if, if I still can't maybe get it in. If that was an early deadline, just to try and get people done, you know, ahead of time. So I went in there and I think it said something like I had until the 31st of December, maybe the 1st of January to do this interview. So I'm like, shit, I've still got time. You know, the email told me uh, this particular thing, but the website is saying this. I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. So that's when I did the interview episode and I interviewed, I recorded myself interviewing myself uh, through this website uh, for the Mississippi River Paddle through Warrior Expeditions. Anyway, so I got it. Let's, uh, let's go through and take a look at this thing and see what it says here. So it's 2,320 miles long and crosses 10 states from Minnesota all the way down to Louisiana. So that is what I'll be doing. July 12th, I'm supposed to meet in, in uh, Minneapolis at, at the airport. Uh, somebody's supposed to pick me up, take me to uh, some restaurant, some barbecue place, uh, somewhere where everybody is meeting. So I'm assuming all 40 of us are going to meet. Well, shit, no. All 40 of us aren't going to meet. Just the paddle team is going to meet. No, nobody else is fucking meeting here. What the hell am I thinking? So the, uh, the Warrior Expeditions team and the four paddlers, myself and the three others, are going to, to meet there at this restaurant outside of Minneapolis uh, Airport. Um, yeah, I'm assuming there's going to be drinks, there's going to be food, everything's going to be paid for. Uh, we're going to introduce ourselves. Um, we're going to hobnob. We're going to drink some libations, whatever. Uh, probably stay the night somewhere there locally, close to the restaurant. Get up the next morning. We're going to get gather all our gear and 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 hit the first spot of the river there in Minnesota. Get oriented. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a safety briefing. There'll be a, a gear check. There'll be all this kind of stuff, right? And uh, we're going to launch into the river. And I think for the first week or the first five days, seven days, I don't know what a week, if it's a business week or a week week, but the first uh, week, uh, these guides, these people from Warrior Ex Expeditions are going to uh, embark with us and, and shove off to go ahead and give us uh, the lay of the land, uh, make sure our equipment works, make sure we know how to work our equipment, answer any questions that we may have, any fears, concerns. Um, Whatever we're gonna have time to to kind of gel together, and then one after that, after that seven days, the four of us have the option of embarking on this journey together and staying together through the whole thing, or we have the option of pairing off, maybe going two and two. Or we have the option of going solo and saying, you know, screw you guys, I'm gonna try and 
um, get the best time ever on the river. I'm going to try and beat all uh, the other three of you down the river, or I just don't feel like conversing with you, or we're all going to stay together. We're going to party. We're going to camp. We're going to, uh, you know, safety in numbers type thing and uh, do this thing together. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. Let's see if we can blow this up here. Man, I'm not having a very good time with my with my blowing up skills here. So this is what we're talking about. So we're going to put in up here in Minnesota. I can't remember the name of the lake, but there's a lake we put in out there. Uh, you kind of go east, kind of go northeast, and then you, you come around this bend, finally start going south. Uh, once you leave Minnesota, you come into Wisconsin, pretty much southern. For the rest of the time, you go through uh, Iowa, then you come through St. Louis, and you go through Illinois. Uh, you know, just it's going to be fucking phenomenal, dudes. And then we end up down here in Louisiana, hitting the Gulf of Mexico. It's going to take, oh, I'm thinking probably, I don't know, 100 days easily, probably at the most. Uh, if you go to the website, you can see some of the veterans that have done the river. You can see some of the videos over here. I've been watching a bunch of uh, paddling videos, not associated with war expeditions, but just on um, just on. Oh, what? I just wanted to to go solo here. There you go. Uh, just on Mississippi River paddle, you know, source to see uh, type thing in general. So I'm getting ready to start one up here tonight after I finish up the one that I'm watching. And uh, this particular one is from the 2017 Warrior Expedition Paddle, as a matter of fact. So I'll get to see uh, kind of the actual rundown of, uh, of what happened three years ago or four years ago. So super excited, guys. You really have no idea how excited I am. I've already started my training. I've been doing, uh, of course, I started January 1st doing the burpee challenge. So you do a burpee every day uh times the day of the year so for instance uh, january 1st you did one burpee january 31st you will do 31 burpees uh, february 1st 31 plus one you're going to do 32 burpees by the end of the year december 31st you're going to do 365 burpees on that particular day so each day it just progresses you do one and you work your way up all the way to 365 so i'm doing the burpee challenge I've also, like I said, got back onto keto and carnivore and uh, drinking a lot more water. I'm, I'm doing my supplements again, getting those on, on board pretty uh, relentlessly and um, consistently. Uh, we, Lay and I are walking at least a mile and a half to two miles per day at the least. Uh, we're getting ready to go back into Arizona for a few days up to Flagstaff. We're going to go uh, south to Lake Pleasant and all the way down to Tucson eventually. And we're going to make our way across the very, very, very southern tip of the United States back to the East Coast. But So I'm going to do a lot more hiking. Uh, we're going to get in the water a few places here and, uh, and uh, do some kayaking as well. I am going to go up uh, to Flagstaff at the end of the week once I get my fridge fixed and my water pump fixed we are going uh leia and i are going up to flagstaff again we're going to spend a few days there and uh, i got to pick up a few things there that have been delivered i have to drop off a couple things um, of course say hi to my my oldest son and megan uh, one more time before i head back to the east for a little bit and uh, of course i'll be back over this direction 
And uh, like I said, we're going to head south. We're going to go all the way down to Tucson. So instead of going kind of in the the, the lower middle of the, the United States, um, we're going to go down low, 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 low. We're going to go through Tucson. We're going to go into a few different lower southern states or southern cities um, through Texas. We're going to go into Mississippi. We're going to Alabama. We're going to Louisiana. We're going to go into Florida. And then we're going to come up through Georgia and back into South Carolina. So. Sometime by mid-February, hopefully, maybe back into South Carolina. So excited about that. I wouldn't plan on going back uh, to South Carolina that early. Uh, my plan was to not be back there until the end of the summer, maybe August or so. But I guess I'll be back there early. I got to get back. I want to do. I want to be stationary. I want to have a place, kind of a home base. I want Leia to be taken care of and uh, boarded. And not have to worry about her as much, but I want to get out and really do some hardcore, back to some hardcore uh, martial arts training, Spartan training, marathon training, ultra marathon training to get ready for this paddle. It's going to be the biggest thing I've done so far. You know, the biggest thing I've done thus far is probably the the 50 mile marathon that I did in Hope, Alaska, through the mountains. Uh, very strenuous, self-contained for the first 38 miles. No aid stations, no substance, no water, no fucking fast food places. I mean, 38 miles through the mountains, single track trails. I can't remember the elevation gain uh, for that first 38 miles, but it was pretty much to the tippy top at 38. And at mile 38, you know, I had a drop bag that I had dropped there uh, a couple of days prior. They had an aid station with all kind of uh, substance, you know, food, soups, candies, sodas, Gatorade, water, salt, you know, whatever thing you needed. So changed clothes. I got a, a few things in my body. I think I drank a Coke and I didn't have some M&Ms uh, just trying to get some, some glucose, some sugar. I didn't know any better at the time and uh, finish up the last 12 miles to the finish. Uh, the biggest thing I've done so far, that took 12 hours this particular <laughs> expedition is going to take about 100 days so a little different i mean we might do 12 hours in a fucking day uh for multiple days up to 100 days so oh my god it's going to be so it's going to be so amazing it's going to be so epic to push myself and to push these other veterans to see exactly what we can do and how much we can endure and uh, what kind of uh, uh quiet and peace of mind we can get from the river and from nature and from the wildlife and from each other and how we can how we can grow and how we can can learn and how we can adapt and overcome and accomplish this mission together so i cannot wait it's going to be fantastic so that's what's going on with me guys um i did have a few beers i pulled up on on untapped here i'm not going to fucking go over them. I, I really don't feel like doing it right now but I guess that's it. We're um, we're gonna finish packing up stuff and securing stuff tonight. That way, I can I can wake up in the morning. I got to do a little bit of laundry first thing, and then we got to hook the trailer up, get everything disconnected, everything you know, all the wheels up, type thing. We're gonna push off uh, where we're going next to meet the guy that is gonna come 
and fix the fridge and the uh, water pump, which is actually underneath the seat that I'm sitting in right now. So it's underneath here. There's a water pump and all the, the tubing for all the, the piping pretty much is right underneath this seat in here. So I am going to go to a place called the Nellis Dunes. So it's another dune spot. I was supposed to check out of here uh, two days ago. Or not two days ago. Yesterday. Saturday. And I said, well, if I check out of here on Saturday at 11 and I go over to the Nellis Dunes, uh, you know, shortly after noon, it's a weekend. People are going to be out there. The weather was perfect. It was like in the seven, low 70s. There was probably going to be a ton, uh, just like there was at the big dunes on, on 95. There was probably going to be a ton of four-wheelers, uh, dune buggies, motorcycles out there uh, picking up dust. So I told myself, let me extend over here on base for a couple more days. I'll check out Monday morning, go over to the Nellis Dunes. Hopefully there is nobody there at all. I'm going to sit out there for two or three days until these parts come in. This guy's going to meet me at the dunes. He's going to install the stuff. I'll kick off as soon as it's installed, and we're going to start heading towards Flagstaff. We may stop one spot on the way to Flagstaff. Um, like I said, stay there a few days, and then we're going to head south toward Tucson. Maybe see Brian's in-laws down there, uh, stop in for a second, you know, stay the night, maybe say hi. And then we're going to head west, or head east, I'm sorry, and go back to the east coast for a little bit. We'll come back this direction after the paddle, hopefully around October, late October. So That's what's going on, guys. Girls, people, things, it's, folks. I hope you guys have had a good couple of weeks. I hope you had a good weekend. Hope things are going well for you in 2021. I hope nobody's uh, too stressed out about Inauguration Day on the 20th. Don't worry about it. You know, worry about what you can control. You can't control that. So don't get too upset about it. Um, you're a small little tiny tadpole in the scheme of things as far as the political realm goes. For the most of you, I don't know. Some of you might be in that realm where it might affect you more than others. Um, I think we're all going to be fine. You know. I've been alive since 1972. I've been through a multitude of presidents and my life has not been affected really, you know, but maybe an ounce every year or every four years by a different president. It really doesn't affect you that much. Uh, you think it does in your mind, uh, watching the media, the news, uh, social media as well. They make you think that it affects you. They make you think that it bothers you. They make you think that that it's going to take your rights away, take your guns away, take your house away, take your family away, um, make you unsafe, whatever. None of that shit is happening in the least. Most of you are in, I don't know, I speak for the people that I know. Most of us are in, you know, middle class to upper class areas. Some people may be a little bit lower than that, but nobody's being affected by this. Nobody is... God damn it. Everybody just calm down and live in the world that you can control. All this stuff out here, you can't control it. There's no use thinking about it. There's no use stressing about it. There's no use getting bent out of shape about it. Now, if you want to start some movements and you want to start some things that are bigger than yourself, then that's a different story if you want to get involved in that, in that way. But as an individual, most of us are not affected one bit. Maybe a little pinch or let up in the pocketbook. 
That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. This is this is this is what's happening every four years. That's it. That's all it's affecting you. Get over it. Relax. Oh, got all bent out of shape there, guys. I'm sorry. Talk to you soon.